<clears throat> Ready? Gossip, hearsay, grapevine, word on the street, the tea, reportedly, allegedly, I heard. What do all of these things have in common? They all can have a negative effect on the target and we call them rumors. Today, we will discuss how rumors and gossip may lead to anxiety, depression, and social isolation. We will also provide tips for coping with these issues. Hello, and welcome to the System Podcast. I'm your host, Yushima Cherry Burks. I am an author, therapist, and entrepreneur. And I'm your host, Kimon Brown Chabalala. I am celebrating being a wife today. That's all. That's all. A wife, yeah. a OnlyFans participant. If y'all can see this shirt Simone has on, I'm posting this. I'm posting this. We're we only we're not supposed to post videos for our podcast, but I'm posting this video. She could be mad. Girl, listen. listen. I hear some people are out here collecting forty thousand per pick on OnlyFans. Don't tempt me now. Listen, not tempt me. I just want some more followers. <laughs> so look, if you guys are. You guys are watching this video, go on and click it because I would definitely be posting this part. All right, come on. <laughs> we are moving into something new about you, it looks like. We are, but I'm going to leave that with my sister. But before we get into it, let's ask you something new about you. I believe it's your week this week. Okay. And I want to know, yeah, if you could live in any state in any state, if you had to pack up and leave and choose a different state in the USA, where hmm. would you go and why? I love Florida because of the weather, but it's so much foolishness there. Mm -hmm. um, I would like a suburb in Florida. Mm. A suburb in Florida. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That would be, um, I have some family there and my uncle and aunt who owns a house there has mango trees and orange trees in their backyard. I know. And we brought Don't some mangoes start. home the last time when we went to Disney World. And we stayed with them for a day. I, love, I like a hotel, so I'm not going to stay in nobody's house for real, but we stayed for one day. And those were the best mangoes I have ever seen. They were so juicy. Now I want to think on mangoes. Me too. Hey, Those are so good. Sounds so good. Yeah, so I would absolutely go there. What about you? I know it's oh, that's nice. No, I, I don't think I would live in the U.S. full time. But if I had to choose one place to live other than where I do now, it wouldn't even be in the U.K. It would be in, if, you know, everything was perfect, it would be in Pumalanga. That's in South Africa. Mm. I love it because in the UK, I struggle because we don't get big yards. I mean, someone will say that they have a big yard, but girl, it's not a big yard compared to what we're used to in Jamaica. When you have a yard, mm. you can go for a run and stuff like that now. So yeah. I love Mpumalanga because the weather is nice. I couldn't do the summer there, but I would love to stay there and be able to just travel. That have that as my base. The yards are big. The homes are big. It's just a vibe and it's like I could go stay in the bush for a little bit because there's a lot of animals there and stuff. So it'd be perfect for me. Perfect, perfect, perfect. That sounds beautiful. Well, in Florida, there's a lot of alligators and lizards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might rethink my answer and it may change by the end of this podcast. So we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Let's not change it. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, that was good. I had never really thought about that. I hadn't thought about that in a long time. All right, come on. So today's topic is about rumors and gossip. Have you ever been the target of rumors or gossip? Who hasn't? Who hasn't? I definitely have. Mm -hmm. I have. And you? I have. Oh, absolutely. Since I was a little girl. <laughs> If they're talking about you, you ain't making big moves, boo. So that's right. Yeah. I'm I'm gathering more haters often. All right. So when was the first time you heard someone 
either lie on you or like heard some gossip about yourself. When was the first time? Oh, wow. I must have been about three years old. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I was very young, very, very young. You know, I, I feel like I've been fighting. And I, I think that's why I celebrate the spirit in my life so much, because I feel like I've been fighting forever. When mm. I was about three years old, yeah, my mom sent me to the shop and I had to buy vinegar. But there was this child who she literally took a set on me like she would always, always bother me. And she was older than me. I remember it was in the evening time and you know at that time my, my mom I think was much healthier so we were being raised well we knew wrong from right and you know we we had mm. a very healthy happy home and there were certain things that I didn't do but I was always feisty I I just knew that I had to stand up for myself and this mouth it's it's been coming with me from I came out of the womb yeah yeah so, <laughs> I remember this child just took a set on me and I used to, and you know, it was, it was from that very young age that I learned to, you know, brush things off, brush things off, brush things off. But it's also where I learned that I can only brush it off for so long. Yeah. yeah? Mm -hmm. So I remember I was coming home with that vinegar and that child, I don't know what got me so upset, but I had had enough. And I took that vinegar bottle and I beat that child so bad. When I say I beat her so bad, her face was swollen. I don't know the chemistry of it, why this happened. I beat that child so bad. And I remember her parent, her mom coming over to my mom. They came to our house and they wanted to say that I just hit this child out of the blue. And as I, I thought, this doesn't make sense. Why would I just go up to her and hit her? But luckily for me, I had always complained to my mom that this child, she's really bothering me. And one day I'm going to slap her for her to stop. So that was the very first time. And Throughout childhood, it was always like that. There were times when I wasn't believed. There were times when I was believed. There were times when I just didn't give a hoot whether or not you believed. Yeah. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Were you three years old? How old were you when you beat the girl with the vinegar? And turned yeah, I, I think I was about three years old. I think I was about three. I don't think I was four yet, but I was about... I think I was about three because I remember I was... I haven't been going to school that long. And I started school when I was two years old. So, mm. yeah, I was very young, very, very young. Because I remember I was skipping in. I remember everything. I remember the corner. I can see it in my mind's eye. I remember her coming around the corner, what she was wearing, the fact that I felt not today, Satan, not <sighs> today. I've had enough of you. I kept warning you and you're not listening. So today is the day. And you let her have it at three. Girl, see... That's so different from our upbringing here. We were not allowed to go outside alone until, I don't know, I was like five. I was catching the bus by myself at five going to school. Nowadays, kids could never. Yeah. A five, you would never see a five-year-old at the bus stop with her little book bag on at a city bus. Not school yeah. bus, but city bus. I had to, because I went to a private school, so I was staying and hold my book bag. I just remember this was like comfortable for me, so I was staying and wait for the bus. I would put my little token in the bus or my change and catch the <laughs> bus and then catch a connecting bus yeah. and go to school. Nowadays, never. So the fact that you were able to go to the shop by yourself, get the grocery, know, know how much money you needed. That's amazing to me. You guys. And I, I would tell you off if you didn't give me my proper change. I would proper tell you off. And, and you know everyone knew. Get out of here, Oreo. And you know what's funny? Not funny, haha, -ha, but funny mm -hmm. like, wow, you would be the one that I would try to find during an apocalypse. If we were in the same country, <laughs> I'd be like, babe, baby, we got to find, come on. She's been on her arm since she was three. She's been being kids since she was three. We got this. We got to find her. And we're going to live with y'all with the Tabalala. You just kill me. I'm so <laughs> serious. I'm going to find you because I'm not built that way. Okay. So you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Rumors and gossip really do have a negative impact on mental health for the victim. And while the other girl seemed like she was more of the victim in your story, mm -hmm. in my story, I was the victim, right? You beat yeah. the girl with the vinegar. Okay. 
So I believe the first lie that I can recall being spread about me that really, really hurt me was from my mom. I just remember her telling my stepdad really bad things about me before he really got a chance to know me on his own. Um, and so he would treat me how she treated me. Just very short, very crass, just kind of rude. But I was always myself because, you know, that's just what it was. It's just how they are. And it's a very awkward position to be in, especially as like a teenager. You know what I mean? Because you're already, I was probably like 12, 13. You're already kind of awkward. You don't really know how to stand and where to put your hands and, you know. And so to have mm -hmm. this man in the house who treated me with a, like a distance, from a distance, um, I just thought that's how I was going to be. But after a while, when he got to know me for himself, he apologized to me. And I remember like it was yesterday when we were standing in the kitchen by the sink. I had come home from school. He was cleaning up. Oh, and I was cleaning up as I, I was cooking. When he came in the kitchen, I offered him something to eat because he always had dialysis every other day. And I knew he would feel weak and tired afterwards. So he took the plate of food. He looked at me. And that day he told me, that my mother didn't know me at all. He said that she had been bad mouthing me to him and that he was sorry for believing what she said. And from that day on, instead of him treating me like I was his enemy, he actually became my greatest ally. And like, he was like my other dad. And I remember my dad being so mad at me when I was like, oh, no, I have two dads. My dad was like, no, no, you don't. And I was like, we're on speakerphone. He was like, I don't care. <laughs> it's like no you know you have one dad that's it um when tom died it was like that was the first really close loss that i had suffered um but i just remember him taking up for me after that it was like my mom would say stuff like yeah she's lazy she talks back she's fast just all this stuff and it just amazes me even if all those things were true, which they weren't, why would you tell somebody that about your child? Try to cover my kid, right? All the stuff that Mikey did, even talking about it feels weird. The stuff Andrea's done, I don't really talk about it. You know what I mean? Um, I will, though. I'm going to start. But that's because that was actual stuff that happened. For you to tell these horrible things about your awkward teenage daughter, I was very awkward very insecure um it just says a lot about her character yeah um, so the whatever hate, happens the... go ahead no i was just thinking the hate to have to dislike your child so much and dislike yourself so much it's really yeah. weird it was just a weird it was weird i don't know okay you know what time it is come on it's your turn <laughs> Well, time is it time for, for fun fact? No, it's not it my is. turn. It's your turn. I gave it you that is my fun fact. You did. Yeah. <laughs> the last one was pretty janky, guys. Go check out the last fun fact <laughs> and see if Kamal. And don't judge. Maybe send me a list of fun facts that are actually fun facts. Please say Kamal some fun facts, y'all, because she was like, did you know a turtle has a shell? I don't know. It was something like that. And it was like, Kamal, <laughs> where did you get this from? Well, you are Where are you <laughs> Savage much? <laughs> Savage. Sorry. Okay, so let me see. Um, a fun fact, you guys. Let's see. Fun fact time. Fun fact. Fun fact. Send me the thing. Okay. Okay. That's gonna be the dance. All right. All right. So, did you know? That the original vacuum cleaners were horse-drawn. What? The original vacuum cleaners were horse-drawn. The horse-drawn buggy would announce to all your neighbors that you were having a special treatment done, which was great advertising. So they would come, bring the horse and the buggy into your crib to vacuum, and people was like, oh, look at them. Oh, I wish I could be like the Joneses. One day. But the I'm horse gonna... didn't pull this thing inside the house, did it? It did. It did. It did. Girl, yeah. that will make no sense. Why would like I have the horse? The, purpose. the horse is going to mess up the place, isn't it? That will make no think. sense. Girl, you know these inventors, the original inventors for 
you know, some of the areas was just not. No, my brain is going tick, 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 tick. Yeah, I didn't know that. I yeah, didn't know that at all. I'd probably want to look into it because the picture I'm getting in my head, it doesn't look very cleanly at all. It doesn't. But, you know, no. back in the day, they didn't bathe. So. <laughs> savage. I'm just saying. So this just fits Your in. savagery with... is coming out this week. <laughs> is it? I'm just though. Like, I have no negative connotation behind it. All right. mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, the cleanliness just wasn't the top. Or ten things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna tell you what I think the first top five or ten things were. That's another podcast. <laughs> let's not, let's not. I'm gonna jump right back into it. Let's go. So earlier, Kamoy, you said that um gossip rumors, they can cause a lot of anxiety, can lead to depression, social isolation, and stuff like that. How did gossip do that for you? Or did it do that for you? Did it make you feel isolated? Did you express depression because of it? Any form of anxiety because of it? Yeah, yeah, well, come on straight up. I'm gonna just call them lies from here on out. And the lies that my mother told on me, to my stepdad, to my daughter, and anyone else who would listen to her, really did affect me greatly. Um, Mm -hmm. I used to feel like I had to prove myself to everyone that I met. I remember getting in trouble for defending my dad when my mom would badmouth him in front of her friends or family members. And my dad gave me an awesome piece of advice and I'll share that with you later. But anyway, the lies made me real insecure. I became really paranoid. Like everybody was always talking talking about me or looking at me. Um, I didn't believe that anyone can genuinely like me. So I didn't really trust anyone. And when people were nice, it was weird to me. I felt like I was always being judged. And now I know that I wasn't, but this was a result of always being lied on. Being a victim of character assassination by my mom, it just messed me up. And I was so insecure and young back then, but it still followed me into adulthood. Although she was the one spreading the lies, I still felt an obligation to prove to her that I was a good person, which is also weird and some kind of Stockholm syndrome-ish type situation. Um, it was twisted. And the more that I think about it, I believe she gaslit me through my whole childhood, making me feel like I was crazy for thinking that she was the one spreading the rumors when I would hear her spreading the rumors about me. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe she enjoyed it. And I learned that I had to fight to keep relationships with people that were important to me, that she used against me. It was a nightmare. I don't know. That sounds like a lot of rambling, but... No, it doesn't. Short story, yes. It affected And it took a long time to undo that. I just picture picture undoing yarn, about Mm -hmm. 50 things of yarn that's all mixed together with knots in it. They're all different colors. And you just have to figure it out and kind of like, you know, unravel everything. That's what that did to me. What about you? Mm-hmm. How did they affect you? I think in all three ways, actually, anxiety, you know, depression, and I think most of all isolation when I think about it, because it, I got I got to a place later in my life where I just wanted to stay in my little bubble and because I felt safe there where mm-hmm. let, let me let me make this example I used to be a huge part of the LGBTQ community in Jamaica and I remember I had moved into this house where I, I went to jail when I was I think 20, 20, between 20 and 22, I don't remember. But I've gone to jail because this guy, and this guy was trying to rape this friend. Uh, well, he did molest this friend. And then we just decided to just attack him. And we attacked him. And he went and lied. And he said that we had robbed him instead of attacked him. So we, and because he was wealthy, so in the Jamaican system, we were going to court and all of that. So we did all of this. And then... And my my the LGBT community that I was a part of, they knew about this, yeah? Mm-hmm. But then here's what happened. And I'm the type of person, I am still like that. I am still like that. I don't 
go around trying to deter you from believing what you've heard. I can't be dealing with that. Mm -hmm. If you came to me and say, come on, I heard that you're a prostitute. Trust and believe I'm not going to correct you. That's mm -hmm. your business because there's nothing, I feel that there's nothing that I can say to make you stop feeling like that or thinking that. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I've never, ever been the one to say, oh no, but I didn't. And I learned from a very young age that, listen, people are going to lie and it doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't even matter if God came down and said it to them that this child didn't do this. They are going to believe. So who am I to try to deter you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so I remember this girl she was also part of the community and she I wanted a place to move out from my ex and she told me about this apartment that was renting and I was very happy I went I got this apartment so we lived next door to each other mm -hmm. and I was saving money in my house because I had plans loads of plans and I remember coming home and my house was broken into. I had two friends in Jamaica at the time. I called them. I'm like, God, I was just losing it. Yeah. But my yeah. house was broken into. I didn't, I didn't know that someone had picked my lock and gotten in or anything. I even blamed my landlord. He was so upset with me because, and then strangely enough, that landlord had kept telling me, be careful of this relationship that you're developing with this girl. And I'm like, mm -hmm. no, but we knew each other before I moved here. And I kept the relationship, but she you know what happened? She had passed me because I was sat on my bed counting out my money and stuff. I used to stuff it in my shoes back then because I hated the banks. So I was mm -hmm. stuffing my money in my shoes. And I remember she had passed through the window and said hello to me, but I didn't realize that she saw what I was doing. So I was running off to uni and I, I tucked my money under my bed and I went. She went in after me and took that money and she took everything. When I said everything, she took everything, mm. everything. I was working at the museum. I was getting my tips in pounds, dollars, euros, Canadians, and I was just saving all my currencies. And she took everything. I remember calling my friends. They came over. And when they came over, my friend was like, no, no, no. This girl took your money. This, And I'm like, no, she's my friend. Why would you think that? She wouldn't mm. do that. My, I called my dad. I was just crying because that was all my savings, everything I had, like everything. And... Mm. Long story short, the police came. She had to give, well, the police found out because when he came out, you could see his face and I'm like, shit, she spent all the money. But what she'd done was change all the currency and put it in her bank account. So the police told me that she was apologizing and whatever. And I'm not the type of person, Yushima, I've never been that type of person. I can't, if something happens between me and you, I can't go blasting you. If people mm -hmm. ask, why aren't you talking to Kamon? I won't say, yeah, Yushima did this because... To me, it's not their business. Oh, Yushima mm -hmm. and I are not friends anymore. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then, so she now thought that I would go and tell everyone what she'd done. And she went into that group. And I thought I had good friendships in that group, but she went mm -hmm. into that group and she told everyone that, that it had happened the other way around, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that I had stolen her money. And everyone believed her, like everyone believed her. I, I said I understood because I had this case against me where this guy was lying and now someone else was saying something. So they had the right to believe whatever they wanted to believe. But it isolated me because then I realized that, but these people aren't my friends because no one came to me and said, you know, this girl said this about you or anything. Right. It was just their behavior that changed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, so I've not really got friends here then. And I, I, I got into my little self and I just withdrew because I thought, First of all, no one asked me if this really happened. And second of all, as my friend, if you considered my, you, yourself my friend, you wouldn't just push me aside if this had indeed happened the way it, were, it, it had. I right. remember my two friends, were, they were also just as devastated, like just as dev devastated because they knew how much I was saving. They knew how much, you know, I, I had plans for this money. And they were there. They were there telling me, no, no, no. She, she's taken it. She's taken the money. And when the police came, they were like, yeah, and you didn't want to believe that she took it. You didn't want to believe us that she took it. Look now, look now. Mm. So don't, luckily for me, those were my witnesses. But we've never talked about it. We've never tried to correct anyone about it. Because I'm sure if any of them listen to my podcast, this is going to be the very first time they're hearing it. But do I want to go back to those relationships? No. Same thing when I, when I left my, my, you know, my ex-marriage. 
That was traumatic for me. That was so traumatic for me. And the lies were spread online everywhere. But at the end of the day, it I lost all those friends, those so-called friends. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Yushima, I just feel like, listen, I know my friends well enough. I know you. If somebody called and said Yushima did that, I'm going to be like, what? Stop mm-hmm. talking nonsense. You should never mm-hmm. do that. Or I'm going to come to you and say, girl, I heard that you did that. What happened? What did she do to you? Why did you do that? You know what I mean? Because right. that's how friendships are. Not like, oh, I don't take your calls anymore. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's isolated me a lot. It's given me a lot of trust issues. It gives, it's given me a lot of anxiety when it comes to friendships. I haven't made any new friendships in years because the moment you do something very tiny, that I feel, hang on a minute, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to accept this red flag. I'm not doing mm-hmm. it. I'm not doing it. I'm not going down that road because I can't wait for you to tell a big lie on me. I'm the type of person when I go out, I make sure that my, um, my GPS is turned on because mm-hmm. I always say, listen, when the police comes and said I was there, at least my phone will show that I was never there. So it's given me a lot of anxiety, but it's also helped me to be a bit more vigilant and it's not good to be that hyper vigilant, but yeah. And depression, of course. Yeah. When you're going through things and you have no one around you because of what they're believing about you, it does affect you. It does affect your mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I've experienced all of it, all of it. What did we say? Mm-hmm. Depression, anxiety depression anxiety and isolation yeah i've exper- i've experienced all of it now where i live i don't have any friends i was trying to make friends with a couple and they borrowed my money didn't give it back and then i just like nope i'm not going there so i'd rather be mm-hmm. friendless than have to deal with it i just can't i just cannot and worse you go and tell lies on me or whatever no yeah. rumors it's it's yeah, I wish people would realize the impact that they have. I don't even like spreading rumors. You tell me something, and I, I do that in general. If you tell me something, if you call me on the phone and you tell me something, even if we have a common friend, even if we have a common friend, I'm not saying it to that friend. I mm-hmm. always say, listen, if you want Kamoi to know, please call her and tell her mm-hmm. because she's not going to hear from me. So don't come two weeks down the line and say, come on, but I told you you didn't tell this one. No, it must come from your mouth. It's your story. Go tell it. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. I'm the same way with friends. I used to have two friends that were beefing there in my book. I think I named them Deborah and <laughs> Tammy. Yeah, mm-hmm. those two. Mm-hmm. Those two. Um, and they used to bump heads and one would tell me this about her and one would tell me this. And I would go to that one and be like, you know, Deborah misses you, girl. She missed you, child. She said she is so sorry. And then I would go to the other one. You know, Tammy said she wants you to make some of that cornbread that you make because you make it better than anybody. We just need to squash the beef and keep it moving. And so when they would see each other again, they'd be like, okay, so... I guess I'm sorry. I guess. Okay. And then they'll get back together and we'll just keep on going. But I never like to keep the mess going because I know I don't like my name in nothing. I want to be in nothing. You can never say, Kamoy said, woo, 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 unless it's something I don't mind sharing. Now, if I'm Or they're lying. Or they're like, yeah, or they're lying. Otherwise, I'm I'm out of it. My ex-husband, Mitch, which is such a funny name. Everyone who reads the book who knows me is like, it's hilarious that you named your ex-husband Mitch because it means male, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, it was very appropriate. But he lied to our bill collectors and told them that I had left him for another man when he was planning on leaving me before he left and ghosted. He just spread lies to everybody who had listened. And it's crazy how they will assassinate your character. So they won't look bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's always interesting to me to hear friends and exes do that. It's because they know that they're on some bull crap. All right, come on. What's next? What are you reading? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we're doing now. Okay. You want to around? You want, I started. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can do what are you reading? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. You want me to do it? 
It's you, I think. No, because yeah. I did it the last time. I started it the last time when Kay was here. Oh. Okay. Yeah, let me do it. Okay, so let's, thanks for that, Yushima. Yeah, we, just to calm down the discussion a bit, we're going to jump into what are you reading this week? And I just want to know what you're reading, sis. Okay, so I'm reading Mighty Mary by Max Devine. I found this book on Tamron Hill Press website, and it's such a good book, and it's a perfect book for Women's Month, actually, because it talks about a circus elephant named Mary. And she was a big star. She could dance. She could play the trumpet. The crowds loved her. They loved her. She did everything that her owners, you know, taught her to do. Um, but they later found out that she was one of the worst cases of animal animal cruelty that had been recorded. And so when you think about that, when you think about how performative we can be. Oh, wow. As every species. Mm -hmm and be the most abused and neglected. It's really sad, you know, um, but I, oh, I'm almost told the end, I almost, I almost gave away. <laughs> no, don't, the it's ending. a beautiful book. Wanna, it's a beautiful <laughs> book. Check it out on Tamarind Hill Press. Um, it's in every bookstore as well, but you can get it directly from there. And it's just such a good book, it's good. Yeah, so. That's my recommendation. I'm reading it. It's good. So come on. What about you? What are you reading? Yeah, I've read that one. Surprisingly, I am reading again for the second time. I'm reading The Summer of Him. I literally just went to the bookshelf and I decided I was going to close my eyes and pick something from the bookshelf. It was didn't matter if I was reading it already because I, I only read for work last week. So this week I wanted to read something for entertainment and it's by Crystal McCarrington. Luckily, it's a book that I've published as well, but it's Summer of Him by Crystal McCarrington and it's a sports romance. I'm enjoying that. I'm almost finished, so I'll probably have to grab something else this week. And you've just like got me on Mighty Mary because I've read Mighty Mary two times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like twice. So because yeah. like you said, it's it's beautiful to watch it. And to, I, the book is told from Mary's eyes. Mary's the elephant. And mm -hmm. it's just beautiful to experience that. I love Max Devine. Like, yeah. I love him. I his think he's energy. a beautiful writer, like beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful, beautiful writer. There's another of his book that we didn't publish that I'm trying to get. Um, something about the map. Yeah, if you find Max Devine anywhere, you'll see all a list of all his books. It's Max, M-A-X-D-A-V-I-N-E, Divine. He's Australian, mm -hmm. but I just think he's like an amazing writer. He's gifted, that child. Gifted, he gifted, is. gifted. His yeah. name suits him. And it's divine. Quite divine. I love yeah. that. Yeah, he's really good. Um, okay, so come on. <sighs> We've been through ways rumors and gossip affects us, right? Let's discuss mm -hmm. how we can cope with the aftermath of being the victim of lies. What are some tips that you can give to help our listeners cope with being the victim of, victims of rumor and gossip? I think the very first thing is to remind yourself that people are going to talk. People are going to talk no matter what. Yeah. Mm. I've heard gossips about me that if I wasn't me, I would believe them because I'm like, girl, you know all the tea. You've been knowing this is this business. And I'm sat so there thinking, wow, the imagination is wild. How do people even come up with these things? I've mm. heard rumors about me about from people who... I don't even know that well, who knows nothing about my life. So I think we've got to accept that these things are going to happen. People are going to talk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You are bossing out here. You are doing your thing and they're going to make up whatever, because to them, you are beating them at something. Even when you aren't in the same lane, let alone on the, on the same road, you're not on mm -hmm. the same road. You're not even in the same country. You're not in the same geographic. Yeah. Geographical region. Even when you know, they know nothing about you, they are going to talk, yeah? So accept it and move on. The moment I accepted that, and I've, I've accepted that, I accepted that when I was a child. I just remembered thinking, I cannot keep fighting this battle. My sister would lie on me and my mother would beat the hell out of me. I'd be close to death, yeah? yeah. And I'd be mm -hmm. like, 
and I would fight. <laughs> I just stand up and take my beating because there's no more I'm gonna say. If my sister told a lie, my mother would come home beat me. I'm not even saying I didn't do it or try to say my piece because I've been through so much of trying to say my piece. So I would just stand up, take my beating, and my mom goes tomorrow, then I beat my sister, <laughs> and then my sister has something to tell her about, and I'll take another beating. Because at some point you're going to have to just learn to cope with it because nothing you say or do are going to change these people's minds. So please accept that. The other thing is, if you find that it's affecting you, if you've got friends, because this happened a lot, yeah? You have some friends who like to come to your ears. This one said that. That one said that. That's not your friend, sis. That Kamal, you said it earlier. You are friends with these two people. You're not going to go sussing from one to the other. That's not what friends do. You're going to try to fix it. Not go tell this person something that's going to hurt them. Yeah. Right. And create more drama, more trauma, more stress, all of that. So if you mm -hmm. have, have friends, if you're surrounding yourself with friends who are always gossiping, even if they're always gossiping, gossiping about people, because I always say, why are you calling my phone to talk about people? You won't be calling my phone the next time because I've got no time for that. Let's talk about us and our future and all them things yeah let's talk about mm -hmm. us let's talk about our lives if you want to come and talk about somebody else like what's the point of calling me I, mm -hmm. I don't see the point in it yeah so I'll cut those friendships off quickly and I would suggest that you do the same if you have friends who gossip a lot trust and believe they're gossiping about you and at some point you're going to find out and it's going to hurt so bad you don't want to be paying the paying your therapist big to, to sort this out because you didn't you know take the steps that you needed to take Use the red flags and bounce, run. We can, there are loads of friends out there. I always say this because stress and believe I've learned. There are loads of people out there waiting to love you, waiting to give you all that you desire in a friendship. Yeah. So you can run away from it. I have two friends, three friends. I have Yushima. I have Judy. I have um, Shania. Those friends. I know I could go to jail now and call any three of them and say, girl, I'm in jail and I will not be judged. All the help will be given. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so step away from those friends step away from those friends and what else would I say try to not internalize it don't inter internalize it because it's got nothing to do with you absolutely nothing and my ultimate guys stop trying to clear up rumors it only stresses you out if they talk let them talk who gives a hoot the person you're trying to clear it up with or the persons you're trying to clear it up with, they aren't going to believe you. You're just giving them more fuel for the fire and they will hear you say the moon was black, but they will run with it that you said the moon was purple and you will start believing that you really said the moon was purple. You'll be watching yourself over and over and over again. You've watched the video and you're like, but I said it's black, but you'll be still be questioning yourself because these will, will drive you crazy. They're narcissistic, they're dramatic, they've got nothing going on in their life. Let them have that. You go on and be your best self and live your life. I think that will be my fault. Mm, that's good. So you guys, you need to catch our podcast from uh, last week where Kamon's wife were, was on it. And she is not playing when it comes to not caring what other people think about you. Okay? Kamon <laughs> just thumbed that bad boy right on up. All right? Yeah, so... Um, just to kind of piggyback on what you said, I know earlier I said I was going to tell you the advice that my dad gave me about rumors and lies. And my dad said, listen, hon, you don't need to defend me. Live your life in such a way that the world will question the lie and not the truth. Right. And he said, you cannot talk down the lie. You have to live down the lie. Just like Kamon said, the more you try to explain yourself, the more ammunition you give people, let it go. Just live it out. Or say it once to clarify and keep it moving. But don't go back and forth with someone because it's a waste of time to try to convince someone of something who's hell bent on misunderstanding you. Sometimes people would rather believe the salacious lie than the God's honest truth, okay? My second tip would be um, to reflect on why you think someone this close to you would choose to put out rumors, right? It helped me to gain understanding about my mom. It didn't excuse her behavior. I forgave her before I figured this out, but I needed to move past it and heal from the effects of the lies she told about me. And her being insecure within herself, her feeling like I'm competition, her having mental health issues, all played a role in it. 
but it did not excuse her behavior. It just gave me clarity and understanding about how to move moving forward. And I chose to cut off all communication. Uh, tip number three is to know yourself, right? Know thyself. When you know who you are, who you really are in your core, you could be shaken, but lies won't break you. Listen, Lizzo, Beyonce, even our former president, Obama, and forever first lady hear all the hateful, bold-faced lies that the world spews about them on a regular basis. I doubt that they revel in it. I'm sure they hear about it in passing, but they limit their exposure to it. So I recommend limiting your exposure to negativity in general, not just about you, but like Kamal said about other people as well. It's low vibrational and hearing negativity, regardless of who it's about, can cause feelings of depression. Tip number four, I'm always advocate for speaking to a professional about anything that ails you. Yes, go to therapy, process how things make you feel so you can get to the root of it and your triggers won't trigger you. And my last tip, and it should have been first, but we are in a worldly world. The most important tip that I could leave with you is what the world what the word says about gossip and lies. Ephesians 4.29, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. What this verse says to me is that I need to check myself first, make sure I'm not putting any negativity out here in these streets about myself or anyone else, and for me to be kind to myself, build myself and others up. Positivity only for my peace of mind, child. All right, come on. Right from that Bible verse, we go into naughty or nice. Lord, forgive us. <laughs> the Lord is everywhere, even when we are being naughty. <laughs> yes. So which one are you going to pick? Because I have a little twinge of guilt right now. Is it? I want naughty. Here I we go. Nice. We were Here just nice. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, yeah. so let's see. Naughty or nice. Let's give it a go. Um, would you rather let a crusty old man drink milk out of your belly button every day for a year or drink milk out of a crusty old man's belly button every day for a month? Girl, <laughs> girl, you pissed me off with this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> girl, <laughs> I'd let him drink out of my belly Button. What's a crusty old man though? It's like crusty nasty. I just picture flaky skin, balding, dry cracked lips, nasty feet and hands, crusty. Mm. Okay, I'll let him drink it out of my belly button. Yeah, because I couldn't imagine. A lot of people do not clean their belly button, and that's really Girl. odd to me. That's disturbing. You guys, clean your belly buttons. When you're in the bathtub, when you're in the shower, and even every now and again, take a Q-tip, put some alcohol in it, rub in that thing. Rub no, it. you mustn't rub it. You just wash it like you wash the rest of yourself because a lot of people get scared of hurting it, which you can do. But just take your washcloth or whatever and just wash it like you wash everywhere mm -hmm. else. Some of y'all who have never done this need to vagina. get in there. No. Oh Some of y'all have God. never cleaned your belly button. Get up in there with a Q-tip. Just be gentle. Okay? You may not want to use alcohol, use peroxide. Use something to disinfect that stinky, smelly hole in your stomach. Oh, I haven't met one of those in years and years. Mm -mm. And your ears. Clean your ears. In them, behind them, around them. <laughs> and scrub your eyebrows when you take a bath. It's so weird to see dandruff in people's eyebrows. Okay, I don't know where this is. <laughs> Welcome to, what is it called? Welcome that. to self-care class. Oh, there you go. Hygiene 101. There you go. Uh, yeah, hygiene okay. 101. Hygiene. With Mrs. Yushima Cherry Burks. She's yes. our teacher of the day. What have you got to say? <laughs> Let me tell you something. I had to stop shaving twice a day. I had so don't listen to everything I'm saying, but these tips that I'm giving you are beneficial. Trust and believe that. All right, come on. What would you like to leave our listeners with? You gave us a nice mouthful. I feel motivated to get my life together and not care what other people have to think, have to think about me. So what is it that you would like to leave us with before we wrap up? 
I'm gonna leave because there's there are two types. Well, and the the two types can be one person. There are two types of listeners right now: one who spreads gossip, and, or starts gossip, and the one who is constantly gossiped about. Mm. So, for those who spread gossip, can you all just stop it? Just stop it. Find something productive to do in your life. There's money out here in this world. Go make some and stop, you know, gossiping about people. Like seriously. Go make some money and stop it. And then for those who are constantly gossiped on, I wouldn't say to isolate yourself like I've done because now I'm at a much healthier place and I'll have to start building relationships around me. And it's not that I even care because I've got people in South Africa. I've got a huge family in South Africa. I've got a huge friend group through my wife in South Africa. I've got my friend in Jamaica. I've got my friends in America. So I've got people, but Mm. it would be nice to invite someone over for dinner now. And again, I love cooking. It'd be nice to have that. So I don't isolate yourself like I've done but try to protect yourself by you know getting rid of people who so that's it get rid of people who hurt you in that way or try Mm -hmm. to talk to them about because some people their behavior can change yeah because Mm -hmm. some people they grew up in environments where gossip was just the order of the day yeah Mm -hmm. Um, so you can try to negate that and try to have discussions but if that doesn't work you can get rid of them without getting rid of everybody else that would be my advice oh that's good that's good internalize it sis it's got nothing to do with you Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing that girl is insecure she is full of nonsense that boy is so insecure he is so full of nonsense it's got nothing to do with you they are jealous of you actually so walk high on that hold your head high keep spinning around do your twirls and carry on Mm -hmm. yeah that's good um and i'm going to take it from the accountability aspect if someone's spreading lies about you or someone spreading the truth about you, I should say. We just need to be mindful of who we share our deepest, darkest secrets with. No, Kay said don't. Kay said so you can share it with said, anyone. Share it with anyone and let them go talk. And because let them you go talk. Talk your chest, let them go talk. So I would recommend, for me personally, from what happened to me, because mm-hmm. I had shared something about my son. I was really going through it. Um, and I had one time when I was sharing something with my hairdresser about my daughter, and I had been going to this hairdresser for like 10, 15 years. And that's the mistake that I made, assuming that we had a different type of relationship. And when you mm-hmm. think about a hairdresser, all you think about is gossip. That's how they bond with people, right? So they, girl, let me tell you. Woo, woo, woo. And one thing that my mother did tell me, even though she did spread rumors about me, and she probably still does because she has to explain why we're estranged, <laughs> right? So she has to make up mm-hmm. something. But she would say, a dog, bring a bone, a dog, take a bone. Yeah. So if someone's coming to you with gossip, some salacious tea, baby, trust and believe they're taking salacious tea from you to someone else. So just live your life in such a way that you're proud of whatever it is that you may do. So if someone chooses to tell it, you wouldn't care anyway because you stand 10 toes deep in what you did. Right? I'm not saying make a Ray J and Kardashian take. I'm just saying <laughs> to be proud of whatever mistakes that you've made in your past because we can't change it anyway. And just change moving forward. Just change moving forward. That's it. Because every day is a new day to me. It's like 51st dates. I don't know if y'all saw that movie with Drew Barrymore, but I don't even remember what happened yesterday. I definitely not. I won't remember your mess and I don't remember my mess. All right. All right. Come on. What are you manifesting this week? Oh, this week, I am manifesting productivity more than anything else, productivity. We're coming up to the end of the month. It's most stressful. But yeah, I'm manifesting productivity and calm that I'll get through it in a calm way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's Hell Week is coming. So we're going to rename Hell Hell Week. Hell Week is finished. Hell Week is finished. So this is my week of good. And it's like, yeah. Trying to just keep calm so I don't keep myself in this state. Because otherwise I will cause it to flare up. And then I won't have my two good weeks, which I'm supposed to have. So what's your ideal week? If we had to rename Hell Week, let's rename it something else. What's something good? What kind of week? instead of hell week could you call it 
I think because it takes who I am from me so much. I'd mm-hmm. maybe just come on, come on, sweet. Because it's it really, you don't want to see me when it's bad. It's like I'm two completely different persons. So I don't name it you up. then. Name it something else. What's another name? No, because I like being Kimon. I like being who Kimon is at her core. And okay. it's just this debilate, debil- Dehabilitating? Okay. Yeah. Debilitating yeah. thing that is pulling me down and taking me outside of myself. Mm. So I would just want to be me. Just okay. me. Yeah. Okay. I get you. I get you. I feel you on that. I feel you. I feel you. Um, yeah. So for me too, I'm manifesting positivity. Everything that I think, speak and manifest will absolutely be positive this week. I will only speak life over myself and others. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining the system podcast. Remember to like our video, subscribe, follow and share. That's right. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. We appreciate it. Be sure to listen to our podcast every Tuesday. It is at the same time, 7 a.m. Central, 1 p.m. GMT. Do not miss out. Also, remember to follow us on social media. At the moment, we are posting all lots of videos from our vodcast on social media on tiktok on instagram and facebook that's igtv and then on facebook come over and watch them or go to youtube and watch your videos or videos are out there you can connect with us in that way because for those of you who are listening to the podcast you're just hearing us but come and see what we are you know what we're like when we talk about these issues and it's on everything it's at the system podcast and as usual system is sisterhood s-i-s that's right that's that's right okay and don't forget to check out our youtube channel on mondays we have mukbang mondays wednesdays we have worthy wednesdays and thursdays for reaction videos for more video content Pretty soon we'll be able to go live, you guys. Remember to follow us so we can go live at five. Leave us questions and stories in the comments. DM us if you would like to remain anonymous. I've been your host, Yushima Kamoi, Terry Burks. And I've been your host, Kimon Brown Chabalala. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.